Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. It's Monday, August 16th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. Authorities say several detainees at the St. Louis City Justice Center have been injured in another disturbance, this one taking place over the weekend. One dozen detainees attacked four others early Saturday in a recreation area. Those who were attacked were hospitalized, and the attackers have been moved to the jail known as the workhouse. It's the third disturbance at the Justice Center in the past month and seventh over the past eight months. This most recent unrest comes as officials examine potential repairs and upgrades to the security system at the City Justice Center. One estimate places the cost of those improvements at roughly $20 million. As St. Louis Public Radio's Chad Davis reports, some say addressing underlying issues such as pretrial detention should also be a priority. Public safety officials say locks, doors, control panels, and other functions at the downtown jail are being upgraded. The changes follow a string of uprisings since late last year where detainees broke out of their cells, protesting the conditions at the jail and the long wait for trials. Mike Milton is the executive director of the Freedom Community Center. He says the city needs to focus on pretrial detention and more immediate trials. A jail is supposed to have locks. At the same time, there must be more cost-effective ways that we can fix those locks. In addition to that, we have to address those underlying causes of why why it drives people to CJC in the first place. City officials say they hope to use more money from the federal coronavirus relief to fund a portion of the upgrades. I'm Chad Davis, St. Louis Public Radio. COVID-19 hospitalization rates are rising once again in much of Illinois. The greatest concern is in a 20-county region in the state's southernmost tip. It's defined by the health department as Region 5. State data show that over the past two weeks, ICU availability in Region 5 dropped from 14 percent to under 10. Jaylene Girardin is an epidemiologist at Northwestern University who has been advising state officials during the pandemic. They're pretty much at their fall wave peak in terms of hospital admissions, and no one else has reached like fall 2020 levels. So that is quite striking. The rise in COVID cases and hospitalizations is being driven primarily by people who are unvaccinated. Gerardin says the best way to reverse course is to increase vaccination rates and have everyone take precautions like wearing masks in indoor public spaces. A former Archbishop of St. Louis is on a ventilator after being diagnosed with COVID-19. Cardinal Raymond Leo Burke announced on Twitter last week that he tested positive for coronavirus. Another tweet posted Saturday stated the 73-year-old is being assisted by a ventilator and doctors are encouraged by his progress. Burke served as St. Louis Archbishop from 2003 to 2008. Missouri's 1st Congressional District has been a source of black political power for decades, but the upcoming redistricting cycle could present big demographic shifts. St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum explores if that could lead to a change in leadership. The St. Louis and St. Louis County-based 1st District has either had a majority or plurality of black residents for decades. But because of population loss, the district could have to expand in 2022 into white suburbs, and that could mean the district could have a slight white plurality. Mike Jones is a former St. Louis alderman and a longtime observer of St. Louis politics. 
He doesn't believe this demographic change will jeopardize Congresswoman Cori Bush. And he also says that Republicans who control the redistricting process don't want to make the first district competitive. That doesn't serve the interests of the black community, and it don't serve the interests of white Republicans. A special session for congressional redistricting is expected to happen later this year. I'm Jason Rosenbaum, St. Louis Public Radio. Some of the items we are following today in the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, St. Louis County Executive Sam Page and religious leaders will hold a briefing to address the rise of anti-Semitism during the pandemic. St. Louis Mayor Tashara Jones will be making what her office describes as a major announcement about the American Rescue Plan Direct Relief Package. It includes $500 direct payments to thousands of residents, $11.5 million is going toward funding violence intervention, youth programs, and youth job creation. And Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker will sign a package of bills today to expand health care access. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. This has been The Gateway. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. Choosewood.com.